So if you will come with me to Matthew chapter 2, we're going to start at verse number 1, but we are seeing Jesus today through the eyes of the wise men. Is that all right? Y'all can talk back with me. Is that all right? That's what I'm kind of used to, you know, so it's okay. It's all right. Um, We are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. Matthew chapter 2, starting at verse number 1. I'm going to give you three points, and I'm going to take my seat, okay? Uh, The Bible says, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, this was during Herod's kingship, a band of scholars arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signaled his birth. We're on pilgrimage to worship him. So my first point is the wise men, they, they traveled a great distance to find Jesus. The wise men, they traveled a great distance to find Jesus. And my question to you today is, to what lengths would you go to find Jesus? To what lengths would you go to find Jesus? Have you ever been so desperate in your life to find Jesus that nothing else even mattered? Have you ever been so desperate in your life to find Jesus that nothing else even mattered? Today, we are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. Have you ever been so desperate in your life? So desperate that nothing else even mattered. I'm pretty sure that the person that's on their deathbed, they're not concerned with how much money is in their retirement account. Um, They just want to know, man, is my heart right with God? To what lengths would you go to find Jesus? Sometimes we have to leave wherever we are and what's most comfortable to us in order to find where Jesus is. Today we are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. The wise men traveled a great distance to find Jesus. Everybody say, to find Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says, when word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all of the high priests and religion scholars in the city together and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? They told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It's you, Bethlehem in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear. From you will come the leader who will shepherd rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the scholars from the east, pretending to be as devout as they were. He got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, go find this child, leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word and I'll join you at once in your worship. The Bible then says, instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. 
They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They had arrived at the right time. They entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary. Overcome, they kneeled and worshiped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented gifts. Everybody say presented gifts. What did they present? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So my second point, the wise men, they didn't show up empty-handed. But when they showed up, they showed up presenting gifts. They, they didn't show up empty-handed. The wise men did not show up empty-handed. They showed up presenting gifts. What did they show up presenting? Gold, frankincense, myrrh. My question to you this morning is, are you using your gifts for the Lord? Or are you showing up empty-handed? Um, this morning, another question is, what's in your luggage? <laughs> when you come into the worship service, when you come into the worship service, are you, are you showing up empty-handed? What's in your luggage? It may be time to unpack. Maybe time to, many times we come with the weight of the world on our shoulders. And God wants us to lay our burdens down and every care that we carry. And he wants us to come to the table of grace for there is mercy. When the wise men got to Jesus, they didn't show up empty-handed. They presented gold, frankincense, myrrh. They presented what they, what they had. My question to you this morning is, what are you bringing to the baby shower? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you bringing to the baby shower? Oh, I'm sorry, what are you bringing to the Lord's house? See, because a lot of times we come in expecting what he can do for us. But what are you willing to give? What are you willing to give? Like the wise man, they didn't show up empty-handed. When you come into the Lord's house each Sunday, do you come bearing gifts or do you come empty-handed? The wise men came with gifts. What are we doing? We are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. Today we are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. The Bible says in a dream, they were warned not to report back to Herod. So they worked out another route. Watch this. They worked out another route, left the territory without being seen, and returned to their own country. Y'all, we are seeing Jesus through the eyes of the wise men. In our lives, there are many voices, many voices that may be pulling us in several different directions. Um, the wise men what did they do? They worked out another route. I want to pause right here and say that maybe it's time for us to work out another route in our own lives. Question is, whose voice are you listening to today? Whose voice are you listening to today? Many times we are distracted by voices trying to gain and to grab our attention to distract us and to throw us off of our course, I would wager to say it's time for us to work 
out another route. Whose voice are you listening to today? With the influence of technology, social media, music, politics, many things are distracting us as Christians. You know, many years ago, this was cool. This was, anybody, anybody know? I mean, I have the, anybody played this before? Anybody, what, what is this? Yeah, Atari, I mean, yeah, look, look, this was good. But guess what, anybody 35 and younger, y'all probably like, what is, what is this box up here with buttons? Yeah, this was your PlayStation 5, guys. <laughs> Kiddos, this was, the, this was the Xbox, right? But guess what, it's no longer here. Companies had to work out another route. Things got better. Things improved. Now you have your better game systems now. This, you can't find this anymore. Well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness gracious. MySpace. Anybody here was on MySpace? Anybody? Going once, going, okay, I see a hand over here. Going once, going twice. Okay, good. Yeah, MySpace. Um, MySpace is not here anymore, but now you have Facebook, you have, uh-oh, that may be old school now, okay. Um, now you have Instagram, you have Snapchat, you have TikTok, right? You have all of these things now. It's no longer here anymore, right? It may not, it's, well, it's not cool anymore, right? It's no longer here. Companies worked out another plan, another route, Goodness gracious alive. Y'all, this is an iPhone 11. I have an iPhone 11. Any iPhone 11s in the house? I don't know. Yeah, make some noise. Whoop. Okay, don't make any noise. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I got an iPhone 11. I just upgraded my phone just a while ago. But you know what? Right now it's like an iPhone 30 or 31. I don't know, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But guess what? Guess what? It seems like they're coming out with new iPhones every two months. I can't keep up. But can I tell y'all something? I need you to talk back to me. Can, can, can I tell you something? Man, uh, one thing remains the same. Um, one thing stands the test of time. God's word will never change. God's word will never change. Uh, a question to you is, what are you standing on today? Many things have come and they have gone. But God's word stays the same. Um, today, today, there, there may be somebody here who needs to work out another route in their lives. Um, maybe you're tired of doing the same things over and over and over again. Maybe you're tired of doing things your own way. What we learned from the wise men was that they didn't let anything stop them from finding Jesus. What we learned from the wise men was that when they found Jesus, they showed up with what they had. What do you have today? <laughs> Man, 
Um, what, what, what resources do you have? What, what time do you have? Man, what we learned from the wise men was that they worked out another route. Yeah, yeah, going this direction is not working for me, so I'm going to have to go this way. And maybe, maybe today you've allowed some things to get in your way of finding Jesus. Yeah, yeah, oh no, I know you're here. I know you're here in this building, but maybe there are some things that you've allowed to get in your way of finding Jesus. Or maybe you didn't show up all the way. Maybe you didn't show up with everything you got. Or maybe you've allowed distractions, distractions um, to pull you away. I got good news for you today. That if you want to find Jesus, you've come to the right place. I said, if you want to find Jesus, you've come to the right place. Yeah, you've come to the right place. Um, this, this is the right place. Um, this is the right time. This is the right place. I want you to know that God's word stands the test of time. So, today, um, I don't know, maybe there's somebody here who has the question, what must I do to be saved? You got to hear the word, Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You got to believe it. Mark 16, 16 says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You must repent. Confess, be baptized in the watery grave of baptism. I don't know. You may have those questions. We have shepherds here. We have leaders here who can answer your Bible questions with Bible answers. Whatever the case may be, this is your opportunity right now um, as we together stand and sing the song. Thank you.